Today is the second day of November, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Let us confess our sins against God and against our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Psalms for the second day morning prayer, Psalms 9, 10, and 11. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing to your name, O Most High. When my enemies are driven back, they will stumble and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sit upon your throne, judging right. You have rebuked the ungodly and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. As for the enemy, they are finished in perpetual ruin. Their cities plowed under and the memory of them perished. But the Lord is enthroned forever. He has set up his throne for judgment. It is he who rules the world with righteousness. He judges the people with equity. The Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in time of trouble. Those who know your name will put their trust in you, for you never forsake those who seek you, O Lord. Sing praise to the Lord who dwell in Zion. Proclaim to the peoples the thing he has done. 
the avenger of blood will remember them. He will not forget the cry of the afflicted. Have pity on me, O Lord. See the misery I suffer from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gate of death, so that I may tell of all your praises and rejoice in your salvation, the gates of the city of Zion. The ungodly have fallen into the pit they dug, and in the snare they set their own foot caught. The Lord is known by his acts of righteousness and judgments. The wicked are trapped in the works of their hands. The wicked shall be given over to the grave, and also all the peoples that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, and the hope of the poor shall not perish forever. Rise up, O Lord, let not the ungodly have the upper hand. Let them be judged before you. Put fear upon them, O Lord. Let the ungodly know they are but mortal. Why do you stand so far off, O Lord, and hide yourself in time of trouble? The wicked arrogantly persecute the poor, but they are trapped in the schemes they have derised. The wicked boast of their heart's desire, the covetous curse and revile the Lord. The wicked are so proud that they care not for God. Their only thought is, God does not matter. Their way are devious at times. Your judgments are far about. Those are out of sight. They defy all their enemies. They say in their heart, I shall not be shaken. No harm shall happen to me ever. Their mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and oppression. Under their tongue are mischief and wrong. They lurk in ambush in public squares, and in secret places they murder the innocent. They spy out the helpless. They lie in wait like the lion in a covert. They lie in wait to seize upon the lowly. They seize the lowly and drag them away in their net. The innocent are broken and humbled before them. The helpless fall before their power. They say in their heart, God has forgotten. He hides his face. He will never justice and notice. Rise up, O Lord. Lift up your hand, O God. Do not forget the afflicted. Why should the wicked revile God? Why should they say in their heart, you do not care? Surely you behold trouble and mercy. You see it and take it into your own hand. The helpless commit themselves to you, for you are the helper of orphans. Break the power of the wicked and evil. Search out their wickedness until you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. The ungodly shall perish from his land. The Lord will hear the desire of the humble. You will strengthen their heart and your ears shall hear to give justice to the orphan oppressed, so that mere mortals may strike terror no more. In the Lord have I taken refuge. How then can you say to me, fly away like a bird to the hilltop? 
For see how the wicked bend the bow and fit their arrows to the string to shoot from ambush the true of heart. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold the inhabited world. His piercing eyes weighs our worth. The Lord weighs the righteous as well as the wicked, but those who delight in violence he abhors. Upon the wicked he shall rain coal of fire and burning sulfur. A scorching wind shall be their lot. For the Lord is righteous. He delights in righteous deeds, and the just shall see his face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 16, beginning at the first verse. I heard a loud voice from the temple telling the seven angels, Go and pour out on the earth the seven bowls of the wrath of God. So the first angel went and poured his bowl on the earth, and a foul and painful sore came on those whose mark of the beast and who worshipped its image. The second angel poured his bowl into the sea, and it became like blood of a corpse, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured his bowl into the rivers and the springs of water, and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, You are just, O Holy One, who are and were, for you have judged these things, because they shed the blood of saints and prophets. You have given them blood to drink. It is what they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, O Lord God, the Almighty, your judgments are true and just. The fourth angel poured his bowl on the sun, and it was allowed to scorch people with fire, and the scorched by the fierce heat. But they cursed the name of God, who had authority over those plagues, and they did not repent and give them glory. The fifth angel poured his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongue in agony, and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and sores, and they did not repent of their deeds. Seek the Lord while he wills to be found. Call upon him when he draws near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the evil ones their thoughts, and let them turn to the Lord, and he will have compassion and to our God, for he will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again, but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. 
Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 13, beginning at the 10th verse. Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And just then a woman appeared with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your ailment. When he laid his hands on her, immediately she stood up straight and began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, There are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days to be cured, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites! Do not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to give it water? And not not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who Satan bound for eighteen long years, be set free from the bondage on the Sabbath day. When he had said this, all his opponents were put to shame, and the entire crowd was rejoicing at all the wonderful things that he was doing. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcome the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. A Revelation for the Wednesday following Proper 26. Today's reading is from the Revelations of Divine Love by Dame Julian of Norwich. Circa 1417. So when he made us, God Almighty was our kindly Father, and God Allwise our kindly Mother, and the Holy Spirit their love and goodness. All one God, one Lord. In this uniting together, he is our real true husband, and we, 
his loved wife and sweetheart. He is never displeased with his wife. I love you, and you love me, he says, and our love will never be broken. I saw the Blessed Trinity working. I saw that there were these three attributes, fatherhood, motherhood, and lordship, all in one God. In the Almighty Father, we have been sustained and blessed with regard to our created natural being from before all time by the skill and wisdom of the second person, we are sustained, restored, and saved with regard to our sensual nature, for he is our mother, brother, and savior. In our good Lord, the Holy Spirit, we have, after our life and hardship is over, that reward and rest, which surpasses forever any and everything we can possibly desire. Such is his abounding grace and magnificent courtesy. Our life, too, is threefold. In the first stage, we have our being. In the second, our growth, and in the third, our perfection. The first is nature, the second, mercy, and the third, grace. For the first, I realize that the great power of the Trinity is our Father, the deep wisdom, our Mother, and the great love, our Lord. All this we have by nature and in our created and essential being. Moreover, I saw that the second person, who is our mother with regard to our essential nature, that same dear person has become our mother in the matter of our sensual nature. We are God's creation twice, essential being and sensual nature. Our being is that higher part which we have in our Father, God Almighty, and the second person of the Trinity is Mother of this basic nature, providing the substance in which we are rooted and grounded. But he is our mother also in mercy, since he has taken our sensual, sensual nature upon himself. Thus, our mother describes the different ways in which he works, ways which are separate to us, but held together in him. In our mother, Christ we grow and develop. In his mercy, he reforms and restores us. Through his passion, death, and resurrection, he has united us 
to our being. So does our mother work in mercy for all his children who respond to him and obey him. Grace works with mercy too, and especially in two ways. The work is that of the third person, the Holy Spirit, who works by rewarding and giving. Rewarding is the generous gift of truth that the Lord makes to him who has suffered. Giving is a magnanimous gesture which he makes freely by his grace, perfect and far beyond the deserts of any of his creatures. Thus, in our Father God Almighty, we have our being. In our merciful Mother, we have reformation and renewal, and our separate parts are integrated into perfect humanity. In yielding to the gracious impulse of the Holy Spirit, we are made perfect. Our essence is in our Father, God Almighty, and in our Mother, God All-Wise, and in our Lord, the Holy Spirit, God All-Good. Our essential nature is entire in each person of the Trinity who is one God. Our sensual nature is in the second person alone, Jesus Christ. In him is the Father too and the Holy Spirit. In and by him have we been taken out of hell with a strong arm and out of earth's wretchedness have been wonderfully raised to heaven and united most blessedly to him who is our true being. And we have developed in spiritual wealth and character through all Christ's virtues. And by the gracious work of the Holy Spirit. Here ends today's revelation. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, that your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who sets the solitary in families, we commend to your continual care the homes in which your people dwell. Put far from them, we ask of you, every root of bitterness, the desire of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who in holy wedlock have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents. And so enkindle fervent charity among us all that we may evermore be kindly affection one to another through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose Son has nowhere to lay his head, grant that those who live alone may not be lonely in their solitude, but that following in his steps, they may find fulfillment in loving you and their neighbors. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.